There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. On a Wednesday, Lori and Julia's show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. And uh, please remember, tomorrow morning at 6, we kick off uh, our diaper drive fund. And these are for especially the families uh, in the Bahamas, whose uh, homes and everything just devastated by Hurricane Dorian. We'll kick it off with Jason, Alexis, and Dawn at 6 tomorrow morning. Each show has a partner that will match donations up to $1,500. Chris Lindahl, General Storm Minnetonka, Ungerman Restoration, and David from First Equity Mortgage is going to be our sponsor. And if you can uh, make any kind of a donation, we would appreciate it because, uh, boy, these, these people in the Bahamas are desperately, desperately in need. So we will kick that off tomorrow morning. Thank you so Thank much, you. Donnie. All right, Julia, your fellow Virgo... Uh, Beyonce is celebrating her 38th birthday today, and I just say your fellow Virgo because we're the same. We're the same age. No, but you two are classic Virgo women. Which means what? I don't know. Virgo she women. Says I'm a classic no, Virgo. You are. You are because classic Virgos are sexy. Oh God, but I love sweet. it. Okay, sexy, sweet. Okay. Innocent, sexy. Very smart. And calculating when it comes to business. Okay. Totally. No. Boss. Stop. Boss. No. Bossy. No, boss. Boss Just a boss. I like your interpretation. Yeah, no, don't, (laughs) Donnie. Yeah, people know. I don't need you to uh, translate for me on this one. (laughs) She's just boss. That's a classic Virgo woman. And it's kind of Virgo women are known for beauty and brains. Oh, Lori, that is like a lovely thing to say. So, Beyonce is 38 Happy today. Happy birthday, girl. She's firmly in her sexy years. So Totally. And uh, anyway, um, so... A lot of people are wishing uh, Beyonce happy birthday. It was so fun. Mariah Carey, all kinds of people are just like having fun. Lizzo. Well, it was so fun to see when Lizzo did her concert in um, Philadelphia yeah, last weekend. To see Jay-Z and Beyonce yeah, yeah. backstage. Can you imagine that? Yeah. I mean, your heroes are right here with you. I'd be like, ah, uh, touch me. Yeah, she tweeted about she was very that was uh, a great cool. Photo. And then, of course, yesterday, Lizzo hit Truth Hurts hit number one. Uh, and that is a win for anyone, she said, who ever felt like their voice wasn't heard. And, of course, that song came out two years ago. Love now it. I'm just waiting for the resurgence for boys. When is boys For her to re-release yeah. that and do it That's with Beyonce. Idea. Yeah. 
Do it with Beyonce. Yeah. Do a remix of that song. We tried to sing that. We sang it in a couple Friday sing-alongs. We could do it. Oh, yeah, we could do it. And yeah. also, um, she is, Lizzo is super proud of the video for Truth Hurts. She's like, it's the best video I've ever made, and she's super proud of it. And I love the video for boys. I do, too. She, she is so happy. I love her Juadavi. I know. Or whatever it is. It is. She's coming to the palace in October. October. I'm well aware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were waiting on committing to tickets because we didn't know when PD&D was oh, going to be. that's right. So we may have missed our opportunity, but all we'll right. find out. Okay, well, all right. Do you want to hear, so Taylor Swift, you probably heard, you know, love her best-selling album since Reputation. And that Keith Urban did a cover, cover of Cover of the song Lover that was amazing at the Puyallup State Fair on Saturday where night. Where is Puyallup? Puyallup is the Washington State Fair. It's where my mom used to live. It's, it's, oh, it's in, in Tacoma. Wa- I didn't even know that. That's where the their permanent state fair, I've been to it before. It's okay. not as big as our fairgrounds, but it's a nice permanent, it's a very nice okay. state Safe fair ground okay. that's permanently in the little bedroom community called Puyallup. I love the name. Well, it's an Indian Hmm. tribe. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, but she's just like that song. Every one of her songs from Lover, every one of them charted on Billboard. Unbelievable. Yeah. So um, people who are wringing their hands at Taylor Cancel Records and streaming and proving the record industry or the industry wrong. And we just got our September issue. I think I got it last week, but we haven't been in work. Oh, the September issue of Vogue. Vogue. Oh, my gosh. Where she's on the cover. It is... It's an inch and a half thick. It always is. I know. That's I'm the Bible. So that's excited the one, yeah. to yeah, see that's the Bible. It all. So anyway, you know, she did this song and she talked about it a little bit, I think, in Sunday morning, her interview that she had, Taylor Swift, where she did a song and she asked the Dixie Chicks to record with her and it's called Soon You'll Get Better. And it's a it's a song that she wrote about her mom's cancer yes. uh, battle. And so here is... Uh, it, this debuted at number 63. And the last time the Dixie Chicks appeared on the Billboard charts was March of 2000 with the Not Ready to Make Nice, which peaked at number four, which is their comeback about whatever they said about I Bush. Love and, you, yeah. right. Remember that? That was a great song. Not a Ready great to Make song. So, but that's the last time, 2007. So here's the uh, Dixie Chicks and Taylor Swift. Soon you'll get better. I just pretend it isn't real I'll paint the kitchen neon I'll brighten up the sky I know I'll never get it There's not a day that I won't try I'll say to you Uh, what a beautiful song. And she wrote that with Jack Antonoff from Bleachers. Right. And um, so it's the 12th track on her seventh album. I didn't make it that far because I listened to probably about the first seven. And it was... I, that song, Lover, is going to be played at weddings, yeah, engagements, and Keith Urban's cover of that song is just a fabulous. It's the best-selling album of 2019. Mm. Lover. You know? Okay, so we got to talk about. I believe it's beating Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, it is, Julia. It is. Different audience. Different audience. There you go. Uh, uh, Britney Spears. We got to. This story happened yesterday. It is, Lord, it is a tough story. So 
We know Brittany doesn't live independently. Her father is her conservator. And there used to be another guy. They used to co-conservator. The attorney, but he quit. He quit. And there's been a a ton of drama ever since he quit, which was about a year ago. And she, of course, has had access to her son. Her husband has... And we were right yesterday, you guys, Holly and Donnie. Kevin Federline has had 100% custody of the kids. And when Brittany saw the kids, it was at, you know, Kevin saying, because he's full custody. Mm-hmm. What happened, mm-hmm. People Magazine confirmed this because the Daily Mail had reported that there was a 70-30 custody right. split and all this other stuff. But this week on Tuesday, just yesterday, Kevin Federline agreed to have 90% custody and 10% with Brittany, giving her Samara, giving her a little bit more call to action. Yep. And that might be because Jamie Spears, Brittany's conservator, and her father, apparently over the weekend. It was on my birthday. On your birthday, uh, Federline and his attorney filed a police report at the Ventura County Sheriff's Department against Jamie Spears, saying that he. Uh, violently shook Sean, which is her oldest boy, he's 13, Uh after breaking down a bedroom door to reach him. Uh And a rep and a lawyer, no one was responding, but uh, uh, Brittany did the right thing, got the children, took them out, and then brought him back to Kevin. Then Kevin and his lawyer went, filed this report. The kids got a restraining order against their grandfather that was filed by Federline and Kaplan. And people uh, said, yes, the child custody arrangement was privately arranged last Friday, excuse me, which gave Spears uh-huh. 10% and uh, custodial, but always to be supervised. Yeah, and Kevin, 90%. And so, you know, and he remember he went back about child uh, uh, support issue, yep, and it year. was Jamie who was fighting him on it because he didn't want There's the money stuff to come to out about free him. Brittany than we had you know thought i really think and you said his dad you know has been doing it forever last week or something i don't i think but then he had this you know he got ill that other guy quit like you said i guess there's been a lot of red flags a ton of red flags and i think and now he's getting violent with the boys and would scare the crap out of them and the kids and she did the right thing she went back to kevin federline and said this is what happened yeah i mean that she had to, you know, that she so knows Kevin you, has her back and Kevin did the Kevin right thing. Kevin has always had her back. He used to have the name Cletus on this yeah. show. Very, and then the chaotic, you but know. But he the, did, they, I guess he really did love her. I know he did. Yeah. I, I respect him so much for mm-hmm. what he's done for her. Yeah. And he's never outed her. He is just been. Doesn't, yeah. No, he's kind of like well, a, just a flat out stand up guy. He took opportunity. He had an opportunity. I think they fell in love. Well, I, listen, he, way back in the Kevin day. and his lawyer got they got the custody arranged last week. They got the restraining order. I mean, maybe Jamie shouldn't be the conservator well, anymore. That is what the mom is trying to do with Kevin. I, but the thing that oh. I'm worried about is the fact that now Brittany, who kind of turned in her dad, what hostile things will he do to her? Well, because he has the purse strings. Yeah. But I got to believe that there's like a whole like house. Like I bet she has a house manager. I bet that there is. I just have a feeling that he's not at the house. I think she has lots of help running her house, managing her medication. I think 
that is going on? How much is he collecting? Why is he, why is grandpa losing it with a 13 year old grandson? I mean, for crying out loud, you're 67, you know, he's a teenager. Teenagers have outbursts. Right. This is not your hands on him. No. And this is not news to a man who's had uh, kids already, Mm -hmm. you know, grandpa, come on. And he's not, certainly not senile. You know, having just not as far as we know. Yeah, but I mean, that's pretty scary. Of course, it of is. course, it is. Yeah. So anyway, so that's going on. If my dad or my mom acted inappropriate like that to my children, I would have done the same thing. You're not a lot. You're in. You're so out of line. Yeah. You are so out of line. We're leaving. I don't know if I would have done a police report. Because, but, but, you I, wonder but with there's no Brittany, power in Brittany had, had to do it. She had right. to do it because her dad, it's like his word against hers. So yeah. she, and then I'm sure her two boys said, yeah, grandpa kicked down the door yeah. and right. came in and that's, grabbed me and shook serious. me and, you know, scary stuff. Anyway, poor, poor Brittany. Anyway, I really do think you're right, Julia. Dad. I, there's stuff going on there. I should not be in charge of the conservatorship no. anymore. Mm-mm. All right, so okay. that's going on. What else? That is-, is that is. This is a my talk dirt alert. All right, Holly, it's Wednesday. It's yeah. time. It is. It is time for the dirt. Uh, one of the big stories this afternoon is this interview that Scarlett Johansson is doing with the Hollywood Reporter today, and the quote that people are pulling from this is the fact that Scarlett Johansson is standing by director Woody Allen. This, despite all of the accusations of sexual assault against the director. Now, Scarlett Johansson has worked with Woody Allen on three different films. hasn't worked with him for quite some time, but she does tell the Hollywood Reporter, "I believe him." Going on to say that Allen maintains his innocence. This, despite the big abuse claims made by his daughter Dylan Farrow. She says that she would work with Alan anytime and she says that she sees him whenever she can and they have a lot of conversations about these allegations. Uh, Scarlett Johansson says I've been very direct with him and he's very direct with me. He maintains his innocence and I believe him. So that's what people are talking about from this article today. Why okay, she, she has keep... two award movies. I know. The Marriage why Story and Jojo to... Rabbit. Why it's... does she have to keep doing this? She always addicted does to, this. Addicted to bad press. The Scarlett Johansson story is what somebody tweeted on Twitter. And <laughs> I think it's uh, the year's 4057. You open Twitter. Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Is still. Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I I guess it's it's strange to me. Uh, yeah, she always, I think that the addicted to bad press, you know, she had some comments that were controversial earlier this time. year. Well, all the time, and specifically earlier this year, where she was talking about being uncast from a role about a transgender man. She was yes. originally going to play that role. Uh, they, Instead of just actually getting somebody transgender right. yeah. to play the role. Well, and then, and then she was like, well, you know, I'm an actor. I could play. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel 
play anything. I could play a tree. tree. So that was the quote. And yeah. then that became endlessly memeable she there. She just seems like a pain in the butt. <laughs> Doesn't she? Well, well, I mean, I just, I guess it's... Uh, well, remember her press about, I don't believe in being, um, you know, loyal to one person. I don't believe in, I can't think of the word right now. What's the damn word? I don't know. But it's like, I don't know why Scarlett Johansson feels that her judge of character on... Uh, is better than anybody else's. Yeah, I don't... I would, I would be quiet I would on this not, one. She knows this is such a hot button. Because she's like, defended him before. Oh. It, her publicist is having a, a, a fit right now, let me yeah. tell you. And she, it's funny, Kristen Stewart got yelled at, don't publicly kiss a woman or you'll lose Marvel money. And here's Scarlett Johansson inserting her foot all the time and she already has Marvel money. Defend, do you know what Does I'm saying? Did someone say that to Kristen Stewart? Yes. Yeah, they said that. We don't know who said that. We don't that. know who, but they said maybe if you didn't kiss your girlfriend in public, you'd get some Marvel. You'd get Marvel movie and Marvel money. And she said, well, I don't want to work with people like that. I mean, it was pretty uh, unbelievable. But I can totally hear it saying, but here's Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. You know, interesting. I found this article from 2003 that was an interview published by the New York Times with Scarlett Johansson, the author of this interview, republished, you know, re-put it up, posted it on Twitter. Here's a quote. Well, now, Scarlett Johansson was 18 at the time when she said this, but she said, men have no aid to tell them that they're getting older. They just see their bodies decaying and a young, fertile, fruitful woman can help you across that bridge. Oh, (laughs) I can see why Ryan Gosling got divorced from her. Listen to me. I'm oh, so. Man. I mean, she just is so. I this. She's she like knew It could be. It could be brought up. I don't know why she's been around. She's been in long enough. I don't know if she feels entitled because she's a child star who actually broke through to the other side of success. But if I were like in charge of her, I would just want her to stop, sh- stop answering, talking. Stop talking. talking about Woody Allen yep. and a lot in of general. other things. Yeah, yep. in general. Yeah. All right. So there's Scarlett Johansson. I think that we're going to be hearing a lot from her this fall because of the movies uh, the that two she movies. has out. Yes, Marriage right. Story is supposed to be incredible. Her performance incredible in that. But yeah, okay. I mean, Maybe Twitter take a, take a break, is talking honey. about her and people yeah. are really rolling their eyes at her because she does this all she the does. time. Yeah. I think we should just not pay attention. All right. All right. Let's move over to this car crush that happened over the weekend concerning Kevin Hart in Los Angeles. So TMZ is reporting uh, some details about what happened when Kevin Hart's car careened off the road. A witness surveyed the damage and called 911 to report that there were people stuck and all of this happening now tmz is updating all of their reporting so they're saying that they spoke to the witness who was first on the scene and called 911 this morning and he told tmz that he referred to someone getting out of the car he did not mean the driver jared he meant kevin hart so there's a lot of misinformation regarding this crash what we do know i bet kevin hart was driving his muscle car, yeah, his muscle car drove off the Mulholland Freeway one in the morning on Sunday. Kevin Hart was in the car with two other people, uh, this man named Jared and his wife, a personal trainer. Uh, so the three, uh, Rebecca Broxman, excuse me, that was the woman who was involved in this crash. Uh, we're not getting a lot of, uh, we're not getting a straight story. Well, well I mean, first, the, the 911 call came from Kevin's home. Right. I heard this is 45 minutes later with Kevin at the house well i heard an suv his security came team came got him the other two were Mm -hmm. pinned in there Mm -hmm. yes but how would the cops know where the other two were seated well you moved the one over how can you if they were pinned in 
Yeah, well, I don't know. How could they move them if they were pinned in? Exactly. Yeah. The California Highway Patrol says... Because they had to have the jaws of life come. Right. They say when they arrived on the scene, Jared was in the driver's seat of the car. Kevin was nowhere to be found, and the woman was in the back seat. And how could he have such a bad injury and climb up that hill? I mean, it none of it makes sense. I think... No. He, None of it makes sense. Yeah. So here's the latest update from TMZ that they published this afternoon. Uh, just before you guys went on to air, they said that they obtained the 911 call made from Kevin's Calabasas home two thirteen in the morning after a security had driven him from the crash scene. Like, that's odd. Mm-hmm. An unknown female caller said Kevin was in really bad shape, and she said that he had been in an accident and needed someone to come home. She also said that he's not coherent at all, and she told the 911 operator Kevin had not received any medical treatment at that point, that he could couldn't move. And uh, the caller, the woman calling 911, said the accident happened 20 minutes ago outside of her gated community. But they know that the ha- accident happened like two hours before that call was made at around 1245. What's going on here? This explains why the wife was so tense Donnie, was talking to TMZ. He's going to be just fine. And she was pissed. What? What happened? Three people in a car doing things that they weren't supposed to be mm-hmm. doing. They got into a car accident. It was mm-hmm. rough. It and was they're messy. Trying to cover it and up. they're trying, they're trying to, to cover raid it Donovan up. it. Yeah. And not doing really not good doing job. Not doing a really good job because now, because the 911 calls, you can petition them or whatever for the transcript. But seriously, that he left the scene of the crime with his security team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Injured, supposedly. Right. And then, yeah, no, it's all something fishy, 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 fishy. Yeah. Do you think he really couldn't move? How do you well, get obviously up to the they got him up. They got him up. They got him out. Who knows why they're oh, trying to cover it up? This one's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because over the weekend when this crash first happened, why they didn't were they saying call he was a fixer. A, well, well, why didn't they call a fixer? They I probably think they did. I think the team thought that they were good enough fixers, and they didn't oh. want to get anyone involved. Instead of having a number of somebody who was an actual fixer who could come in and do the job well, mm-hmm. because if his people, oh, we've came watched over, so much Ray <laughs> Donovan. Donovan. Oh God, and scandal, and scandal. Oh, I mean, yeah, but seriously. This one, nothing made sense because you'd see the car down in the ditch and then you'd see it up on the highway. And, and I just thought, you know, oh, one in the morning racing around Mile said, Holland Drive, which is curvy, curvy and dark and as hell. And it's scary to drive in, in the, the middle daytime. of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So things are not well over in the Kevin Hart household. Boy. We will follow this story closely. <laughs> yes. Don't you think, Ali? Yes. yes. This one closely, the other one, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen. All right. What's going on out there? Ah, well, it's here and there. Yeah, sure a little happens. this, a little that. Your My Talk traffic is brought to you by Comcast Business. Starting this afternoon in Maple Grove, 94 westbound Weaver Lake Road. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. <laughs> what do we got today? Well, don't we all love a good rags to riches tale? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Do you also like a riches to rags tale? Even better. Even better? Right? Well, only if it's due. <laughs> okay. Well, here's a riches to rag tale. And okay. that is Francesca Gabor Hilton, the daughter of Zsa, Zsa Gabor and Conrad Hilton, the hotel. Who even knew they had a daughter? Oh, yeah. We... I- we used yeah. to talk about Francesca because she had, I'll get into it later, she had the war with Prince Von Abel. Yes, she did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, fine. But when Francesca was born to the Hollywood store star, Zsa, Zsa Gabor, and Kim Kardashian predecessor, 
you know, oh, a lot of people is. say yeah. like the yeah. Gabor sisters were before the Kardashians, the Kardashians yeah. before the internet, but Jaja Gabor and Conrad Hilton, he founded the famed Hilton Hotel Dynasty. They had a child named Francesca, mm-hmm. but Jaja Gabor wrote in her own autobiography that Francesca was born from a pregnancy that resulted from her husband at the time, Conrad, raping her. Ooh. Okay. They're married, but, you know, yeah. having, yeah, you know, yeah. not her consent. Okay. And that they divorced before Francesca was even born. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Francesca told the LA Times that she didn't exactly know that really, but she knew that she just spent Christmases and occasional fancy upscale lunches with her father, Conrad. And they never had a close relationship. She was raised by Jaja, and she grew up attending celebrity parties, Mm -hmm. living in mansions. She competed in horse riding competitions all As in her does. young life, and she, uh, on a on the regular, went to Paris, Rome, and other fashionable cities. And um, when Conrad, her father, died in 1979, he left his only daughter a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, and okay. Francesca would also be Paris Hilton's cousin. Right. Okay. Okay. He left her a hundred thousand dollars because he earmarked most of his money for charity. And his estate was worth two hundred million at the time. It included massive Hilton stock interests. He could have just given he, her some stock. He, he didn't. He okay, threw he her was a petty bone because just, he was mad because probably Jaja said, you know, the baby was a result of rape. Mm-hmm. Right. It was known in Hollywood. Right. He punished his daughter. Mm. So Francesca sued to challenge the will, but she lost. At the same time, one of her half brothers, Baron Hilton. Not Paris's little brother, but an uncle. He challenged the estate in probate court and walked away with voting interests and income rights over the majority of Hilton Hotel corporate stock. So it was like the guy, the brother, Mm -hmm. got got more recognized than the, the daughter. And uh, the brother probably had a different relationship with the dad. He was the acting CEO of the company. I was just going to say, so they were talking to each other and in each other's lives. Yeah, he dramatically grew the value, the holdings of the Hilton Empire and became a Forbes 400 ranked billionaire in the process. In 2007, Baron Hilton, just like his father, his estate plan, that 97% of his $2.3 billion he would leave to charity, much to the grin of his famous granddaughter, Paris Hilton. Yes. Hmm. Okay, unlike her well-to-do grandniece, so Francesca stopped enjoying the support of wealthy parents even before her dad. Because Jaja, by then, 1997, she had a stroke and stuff. Didn't well, she? she hadn't had a stroke yet, but she was uh, married to her last and final husband. Francesca tried. To, she tried acting. She tried stand-up comedy. Can I just tell you her IMDb page, Laurie? Well, she's passed away. She died no, in 2015 at uh, the age Woman of 67. Woman number one. Yeah. Girl number two. Shoplifter, uncredited. Yeah, she yeah. really, she tried. And yep. she also tried working for her father's charitable foundation. She watched her husband or her mother go through six more husbands. 
after Conrad mm. Hilton. And then her mom settled down in 1986 with Frederick Prince von Unhol. The craziest man in the world. And they were both coy about their actual ages. Well-accepted media reports have placed their age difference, Jaja and her last husband, at 25 years. Yeah, different. I believe that. Uh, yeah, he He's was twenty. Yeah. He was the younger, and oh, he's um, younger. he was. Oh, gosh, oh yeah, yes. a Vanity oh. Fair story from two thousand and seven. Uh, you know that it was an interview with. I think we read this one with Prince von Ahol that he loved her and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But the longest of Jaja's marriage um, happened to her last husband, and mm-hmm. that, that of course. After her 2002 car accident caught up with her, then she was really at the mercy of her husband. And Francesca kept, it's at that point, I think it was when her her first uh, um, thing where she started fighting him was he made the public claim that he had an affair with Anna Nicole Smith. I remember that, Lori. He'd been tied up in the driveway by Playboy hustlers. And left alone. And left alone. And that he wanted Jaja to become a 90-year-old mother through an egg donor and a surrogate. (laughs) And she was like (laughs) Francesca, and she didn't have any money. Uh -uh. But she was like, this guy, what my mom has is this home in Bel Air. Worth money. Worth money. Mm-hmm. And he kept trying to be the decision maker and she kept trying to, to be fight him. To fight him. But yes. of course the husband will always the the spouse will, will always, always have right we saw this with uh Casey Kasem. Yes, thank you, Julia. Mm-hmm. With I know, his kids like, and I'm, his I'm, wife. I'm, yep. And he always denied the charges that he was botching her medical care. There were photos of him in that car tied up. Oh, yeah. yes. If you remember. And I, he kept trying so- to refuse Francesca to come and see her yes, mother. Alienation. And then, um, uh, anyway, uh, and then Jaja told Francesca go to the bank to get some money and for do whatever you have to do to get some money. Cause yep. Francesca was like, mom, I'm trying to fight for you. I'm trying to pay right. for lawyers. And Prince von Ahol finds out about this, tries to sue Francesca saying you defrauded her, the mo- mom, Jaja, but Jaja refused to sign anything. Right. She did encourage her Francesca to get some equity out of the Bel Air mansion because by this point, Francesca's living in her car and when she gets a social security check, she can go to a weekly apartment. Isn't that pathetic? Oh. Didn't she die before Jaja too? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. And this, uh, her friends are convinced to this day that the stress of what she was worried that the, well, you know, the prince was doing, yeah. and how was he taking care of his mom, and what was he selling, and what other kinds of things did he get his hands on in the vault? The jewelry vault. Yeah, yeah. Where is the prince now, Lori? Jesus. So you know. Yeah, they just really, you know, who finally, you know, Prince von Ahol, he wanted to, um, no one claimed to, came to claim her body either, Francesca, when she died. Jaja was incapacitated. Well, she was completely right. At 94. Yeah. And no the, one on the other well-to-do side of the, the Hilton Hiltons. family would come to the morgue. He, the prince called for an investigation of her death. Why? We don't know. Maybe because he felt Francesca's friends would ask for it. Uh, her friends felt she had a heart attack brought on by the stress of trying to figure out how to get her mom away from him. Okay. And they did order an autopsy of Francesca. 
And they wouldn't allow Jaja's husband, the prince, to claim Francesca's body. Her half-brother, Stephen Hilton, stepped in, claimed the body, buried Francesca in a Hilton family plot somewhere. So finally, the family stepped up after death. But how about that? It sounds horrible. I mean, Mm, that is like a real... uh, We kind of never really went. We always were so consumed with the prince. Um so anyway, she just was frantic because when her mom married him, her estate planning was all loose. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens every day. I know it. Every day. Yeah. The kids, you're, it is the spouse. Yeah. The young spouse, the new spouse, whatever the spouse is in, in, in these type of cases that we talk about a lot. It's yeah. a very young spouse gets everything. Yeah, you got it. And the dude. kids go crazy. I you, mean, you think get, of what's going on with Tom Petty's estate. Yeah. You know, you're seeing that right there with the newer Prince. Race. Yeah, Prince. Yeah. Well, Prince said. Yeah, that's. It's not a spouse related Yeah, thing, that's but true, but. You see this all, all the, time. the time. Get your ducks in a row, people. But anyway, really, this the, the tragedy of Francesca Hilta, Hilton. She, she she looked tragic too. Yes, she looked like life. And was imagine hard. though, you're trying like imagine growing up this one way of this jet setting hotel guy, your mom, yep. rich, beautiful, invite all these things, and then your mom gets to a frail age. And you don't, you don't have any other tools to do anything and else. And her mom no, is like no. in her 70s and she marries this guy, a gold digger. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And her mom is like, oh, darling. And then age catches up. Jaja gets in that car accident. Yeah. One accident. And that's then it. that was it. So anyway, that's a cautionary tale. Well, thank you, love. Uh, I feel, I feel. I, we of riches it. to rags. Did yeah. we ever hear anything about Francesca's? Husband, she was married for a while to yeah, this guy. Yeah, but they they got divorced. And... Says here seventeen years, but I don't know if that's true. Yeah, but is the prince still alive? That's who oh, I yeah. want to know about. Prince well, von Anhol. Where and, is he now? And <laughs> I think he did maybe die, Julia. I, I don't know why. Like no, he's still alive. He's yeah. seventy six. Yeah, he is. He's seventy six, yeah. yeah. and he sold everything in Bel Air. Yeah, you know. He's inherited her Bel Air mansion, her estates, her assets, the sole remaining heir. Mm-hmm. So he got everything. He got mm-hmm. the vault. Yeah. All right, listen, we'll be right back with our favorite headline of the day. Everybody, happy Wednesday to you. It's already almost the weekend. Woo! My bowling team starts tonight to go with the Mind Talk. You'll be there in spirit. I'll be there in spirit. Yeah. We lost another bowling friend, a, a friend are... of the bowling oh. alley, our guy Larry, just a long time bowler. He was on That's another sad. team, but real. Yeah, I know. I just found that out. And we barely had a team this year, Jules. We had three, we have three people out with shoulders. Oh, gee. Well, the three. Are we aging out? Three. Are we aging out? The three. Yeah. Uh, elders Elder, of the Boulder elders the bowling word, team yes. are struggling oh, dear. with their shoulders, <laughs> and we bowled together since uh, the late 80s. Yeah. 
Wow. The three of us. Those bowling balls are heavy that you guys use. Uh, I got a 12-pound, and these two gals got 10 pounds. I use uh. the one, try to look for the one with the stars with the kids who had the big thumbs. Yeah, yeah. Right, can I tell you? <laughs> I'm serious. I can't bowl. I, no, that is one sport I never, ever have improved uh, at. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's they, many that I haven't. You so. gutter ball cobs. Yeah, gutter oh, ball no. cobs. I really am terrible. Yeah, by the way, uh, by the way, we do have a notable obituary today. Dick Wilson died. And you think, well, I don't know Dick Wilson. Well, uh, he was known in the Twin Cities advertising circle as the King of the Jingles. And one of the songs King of the Jingles wrote was the song, We're Gonna Win Twins. Let's play it. Everybody knows this song. We're gonna win twins. We're gonna score. I didn't know it like you did. Oh, I know that song, Julia. And listen, he wrote the lyrics to that uh, for the team's arrival in 1961. They were the Millers when they came. No, no, no. They moved from Washington. Washington, D.C. I know, but they were called the Millers, weren't they? Well, that was a a minor league team. Oh. I think they were the Washington... Senators. 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 I'm sorry. So it helped introduce... That song helped introduce Major League Baseball fans to the Twins by having that snappy song, which is still sung today. Sure. He also wrote a number of religious, religious musicals and a lot of... Twin Cities uh, singers like Mary Jane Alm, Gwen Matthews, and Patty Peterson were in them. And he just sounded like a cool, yeah, cool cat when I read the notable obituary that uh, uh, he, he was listening to this and being in, um, you know, um, advertising. He knew how to use music and words more than anyone. And he would convince Klein if they didn't go along with his song or whatever, they had bad judgment. He could convince I anybody of anything. absolutely love that. <laughs> yeah. So you are 100% wrong. It's your judgment on this one. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's the king of the jingles, Dick Wilson. Yeah. Now, our favorite headline today comes to us from Lizzo, oh. who uh, she created a special Instagram account for her flutes, and people can't get enough of it because one flute is called Sasha Flute. Yes. After Sasha Fierce, Beyonce, because yes. she loves her. And the other one is called Blue Ivy, but it's B-L-E-W. And okay, that is Beyonce. After Beyonce, it's got behind-the-scenes content, memes, and unseen clips of recently verified. And anyway, Sasha B. Fluten is... Her handle is Sasha, you know, Liz will be eating. And anyway, it's absolutely hilarious if we want to follow either Sasha Flute or Blue Ivy on Insta Jewels. I love it. And that flute is a lovely shade of blue, too. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's it. So anyway, it's, it's very, very funny. People are having a lot of fun with the memes. She just brings joy. She really does. She brings joy. And just we want to remind everybody that... Um, you know, when hardship hits people, I think my talk does such an excellent job, all of you out there, um, helping people out. And a lot of people, when devastation hits, like what we're experiencing with Hurricane Dorian, mm-hmm. um, people don't know how to donate and what to do. We, tomorrow, all day, starting with Jason Alexis in the morning through our show, so from um, 5A to 6 p.m., we're going to be having a fun drive for yes. the um, hurricane. It's keyword 
diaper at my talk and for every dollar that you donate during certain shows we've got partners that are going to be joining us tomorrow they will match it up to fifteen hundred dollars per show so we want to thank all of them um and all of you for your kindness and your donations that's going to be starting tomorrow thank you very much you're welcome thank you very much julia are Uh, you watching um any america's got talent or any of that stuff doing any of that no i watched a little bachelor in paradise watched a very juicy the hills uh new beginnings oh my gosh that's so good basically the kids are saying (laughs) that uh Brody went on a podcast and basically said he and this Caitlyn Jenner had like an open, a Polly Morris or polyamorous open relationship. Okay. And she even said, well, when we met, I was, you know, there's nothing I didn't do that I didn't regret. And I just thought, oh, okay. Even so though she's had an open one. Why does that mean that she cheated with Miley? Because apparently the four of them were a foursome couple. Liam, Liam, Brody, not as a foursome, not sexually. No, right. They would do a lot of stuff together. together. And apparently, Miley, 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 Brody, and Caitlin. Oh, oh. Uh huh. Do you believe that? I totally, a hundred percent. Yes, Julia. I think it's always in text. I feel like they were such friends for a long time, Brody and Miley. Uh, well, they lived I don't two know. doors down, apparently. They were laughing and drinking and having a party in Malibu before it burned. <laughs> and, and maybe it was just Caitlin and Miley, but the four of them were friends. I do know that. She, Caitlin yes. basically said, yes, we've had yes, three sons. We've had that. an open relationship, blah, blah, blah. People on the internet, Donnie posted Jennifer... Uh, Aniston and InStyle, and it was the first thing I noticed. I was like, wow, she's overly tanned on this cover. She is. And the memes about the Ross goes tanning are everywhere. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> making me laugh because she's uber tanned. Yeah. I know she, she is. Always? And she looks uber beautiful. She does. She's No, she's not. Like, this is like. This is, oh, this is more. This is bad spray on. This is crazy tan. But I love. I love. The interview is great. Let me tell you the one comment, Lori, that tell hit me. me. On turning 50, uh, 50 was the first time I thought, well, that's a number. I don't know how I feel. I don't feel any different. But she said, people always say, you look amazing for your age. And she thinks, she said, I think we need to establish some etiquette around that dialogue and verbiage. I agree. I agree. People I thought say that, that was, all the time. They always do. You're what? What? Oh, you look amazing for your age. age. Mm-hmm. How about it just look amazing, period? Yeah. And, yeah, that and she says, I'm not going to lie. I don't want gray hair. Neither do I. Neither do I. We're with you on that one, Aniston. We're we out of here. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Joke done.